This week on Empowering Midlife Wellness, I'm chatting again with my dear friend, Meg Ellis, fitness professional and life coach who specifically specializes in mindset coaching. So let's talk about how mindset affects a healthy weight loss plan. Hi, and welcome back this week. I'm so excited to have my great friend, Meg Ellis, with me. If you look below, you can see the links to some of the podcasts that we've done before on Sexually Woke with me, now called Empowering Midlife Wellness. But Meg is a life coach. She actually specializes in mindset coaching, which is exactly what we're going to talk about today. And I'm so excited to be doing this with you again. Yes, it's so good to be here I know. in person. And I know. Both, both COVID negative, so we can sit close together which is really fun. Mm -hmm. So last time we were talking about this new weight loss program that we have at Complete Midlife Wellness Center. And one of the pillars of success is mindset. So some of the more obvious things like nutrition, movement, this is medically managed. So we're also checking your hormones, medication. Those are all really important, but I wanted to put mindset first because, you know, when you're changing a habit, this is a big deal. When we're right. trying to complete a weight loss goal or really any other habit, if you don't have your mindset right, it's going to fail, right, mm -hmm. from the beginning. And we've talked about that before. Right. You're you're exactly right. Um, mindset is key. Mindset is everything. Habits are formed from thoughts, right? Our, our, every habit that you have, every pattern that you have, this is actually, yes, it might resonate in a physical form or, you know, how you, how you eat, how you work out, all those things, but everything originates from your mind. It's a thought mm, pattern. That's true. And mindset is, is key. And I've been doing mindset coaching for a, a while now. And I still go back to the original phrase of change your life, change your mind first, right? Change your mind, change your life. Yeah, so this is why we're doing the mindset section first, mm -hmm. because really I can talk to you all day about nutrition, movement, medications. If you don't have your mind in the right place, mm -hmm. this 12-week program is not going to succeed. So so Meg's a mindset coach, as she said. She has her own company here in Houston mm -hmm. called Phoenix 8 Consulting. We'll put the links below so you can reach out to her and have a, this consult live if you yes, want to. Yes, I would love to work with anybody um, because really mindset is, is so key. And you were telling me about your program, which I think is a wonderful program, all the components of it. And it's 90 days, which is, it sounds like a lot, but I guarantee you I have a 90-day program myself just around mindset. And it goes by a lot quicker than you think, right? Going into something, it can be daunting and oh my gosh, three months of my life, what am I going to do, you know? And going into it with a strong mindset from the get-go is going to be imperative, right? And um, if you think about it, I'm not sure if everyone is familiar with the law of attraction, but that's mm -hmm. what I do most of my coaching off of. And it's basically like what a like attracts like, right? Energy flows where your attention goes. So that's the basic building block of the law of attraction. So if you, whatever you focus on, you get more of. So that's why it's so important to set the mindset up for success first. And if you think about it, right, you have made, we've all made our decisions a month ago, two months ago, a year ago. And now we are living the results of those habits, those patterns, those thoughts, those actions, right? And so we are the product of our past thoughts. So if you, in this moment, you are in the present moment now, but it's about to be the past for this program, right? A, a month into this program, 
two months into this program, you're going to look back at where you are now and you are going to live the results of what you're thinking right now. So set yourself up for success and create that mindset that you need now. It's the biggest thing. That's so that's so true. And that might sound confusing, but three months is going to roll around regardless of what we do. Isn't that true? I mean, mm-hmm. time is going to pass. Time's going to move. So three months from now, I kind of think about where do I want to be three months from mm-hmm. now? And one of the things that you've taught me is about creating a vision for yeah where you want to be, mm-hmm. uh, rather than using the term goal. I think that that sounds sort of a little bit too constricted, but a vision mm-hmm. sounds I know. It sounds more nice open. and free. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, you know, everybody can have a goal. It's great to have goals. And I'm not telling you not to have goals. Yeah. You might have a goal to lose 20 pounds. That's a goal. Then the vision is something different mm-hmm. though, isn't it? it? It is. You're exactly right. Goals are great. And, and you do need to have little goals. You can have big goals too, but you, what the number one thing is when I see people come to me with goals, they need to be rooted in something. What are your goals rooted in? Because yes, 90 days is going to go by really quickly, but there are going to be some hard times where you're going to be tempted to go off the nutrition plan. You're not going to want to move. You Things might come up, right? You're going to have to say no to some things. You're going to have to say yes to some other things. And it's very easy to get deterred off of a plan, right? And that's why I'm so glad that you have Dr. Susan to help you and, and a community of people who are all doing this together because surrounding yourself with people who are going to help you, right, that is huge. But help you do what? Not just achieve your goals, but help you create the vision for yourself. Your goals have to be connected to a vision. So Mm. what I would encourage you to do is see see yourself in, in three months at the end of this program and really connect to the vision of that. What does that person look like, right? What does that person feel like? And create this vision. What does that person do? What are they listening to? Who are they surrounding themselves with? What are their habits? What are their hobbies? And you start to create that vision and you connect to that person because that person is you. So you have to connect to yourself. It's a lot easier to connect to yourself, even if it's yourself in the future, your future self, as I call it, than it is to a goal. So you create this vision that you have of yourself, right? And you can, I always like to take it one step further and paint the picture of a day in the life of that vision, Mm, I love that. Oh, it's great. I love this part. And this is where uh, that 90 days seems so far away. It doesn't seem so far away anymore because once you you create that future self and that day of a life in your future self, you don't have to wait 90 days, right? You can actually start to take some of those behaviors and do them now. And you can start to become that person now. And the more connected you feel to that future self in that vision, the more likely you are to stay on track with your goals, right? If uh, future you in three months likes to wake up and move at 6 a.m. and that's just part of their routine, then why would we wait three months for that? Just start to do that now. And the more things that you see yourself doing now, you're, you it kind of goes undetected, but mm-hmm. you really just start to become that identity. It's all about creating an identity first. And, you know, after 90 days, it's here. And yes, we've accomplished some of our goals, but without that identity, 
I would not advise you to uh, to make any goals without first creating that vision. Yeah, and that's such a great idea, isn't it? I like what she. I'm thinking about like what's she wearing. Yeah. What are people saying? How are people looking at her? Your future self. What can she do now that she couldn't do before? Right. Um, some little changes that I made in my life, for example, that we have talked about before. Mm-hmm. I wanted to read more instead of watching TV. Mm-hmm. So oh, how do you word. become a person who? I wanted to become a person who reads at night. So how do you become a person who reads at night? Well, you start reading at night. Right. I, I just right. started. It sounds pretty simple, but I I started to read at night, and I became a person who reads at night. So now right. it that's becomes a habit. a habit, right? And actually, I don't. I sort of don't like watching TV at night so much anymore. I actually really enjoy reading, and I started doing it because I imagined that it was possible. It was something that I really wanted. I knew it was healthy for me. So anytime we're changing a habit, I think that's so useful. And Meg actually mm-hmm. shared that with me. She said, well, just you know, create that vision and start doing right. what that person would do. Mm-hmm. Maybe she do gets now. up at 6.30 and does her movement. Right. And you're going to set yourself up for success too when you know, hey, future me and this vision that I am connected to and can't wait to be, uh, if that person moves at 6.30 in the morning, then guess what that's going to do with me now? I know that in this moment, I'm not going to stay up until 2 a.m. watching Netflix, right? If future me, I like to get up and exercise, right? Then that is all part of creating this, this positive habit, right? And it is it is hard at first. It is. But consistency is going to be the biggest the biggest thing to help you feel confident in uh, progressing. And that's yeah. the, the thing well, when too. you're doing something new, if you're successful at it, you will develop trust in yourself. Right. And that's um, another one of the podcasts that we did together, how to develop trust in yourself. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's by doing things and showing that you can be successful and mm-hmm. you believe that it's possible and right. you do it again. Mm-hmm. But there's no way to start without just jumping in and starting. You gotta jump in. You have yeah. to jump in. And one of my favorite quotes, I'm a big quoter, but I think it comes from the 1% rule, which is talking about getting 1% better every day, right? It's all about progress, not perfection. But in order to change your life, you have to change something in your life daily. Mm. So committing daily and, and some of those days, it is going to be challenging. You are going to be tempted. You are going to want to give up, but that's by connecting to that identity. This is who I am, right? This is who I am becoming. That's who I am now, just working my way towards getting there. I don't do this. And you can even give yourself a little, I like to call it um, like a foundational code, if you will. Like I don't do this. Like I'm a person who doesn't drink during the week or whatever mm-hmm. it is yeah. that you've decided. I don't drink alone or I don't watch TV after 9 p.m. Or I don't, it could be something as easy as like, I don't uh, look at Instagram in my bed, you mm-hmm. know, things like that. You set a code for yourself and then you abide by your code. I don't do this. This is all part of creating the identity. And after about, you know, 21 days to make a habit, you start seeing things about 30 to 45 days into the program, you'll start to notice things in your life are going to start to change. And it's going to get significantly easier because you will have been living in this different mindset for about 30 to 45 days. And that's when you start to see 
the results of your previous thoughts. I know it sounds a little crazy to follow, but I promise, hang on, about 45 days in, you will really start to see a lot of progress. Yeah, and it does make so much sense. Um, and so mindset coaching can apply to any type of habit change. But Any think, habit. You know, for women, certainly in my office, uh, weight loss is one of the biggest habits that we struggle with changing, especially mm -hmm. as we get into midlife. It's almost universal. I mean, every yeah. one of us experiences it. So we're every single in one. really good company. But uh, what are some other tips about mindset coaching that could help someone who's specifically trying to lose weight? Maybe yeah. you've tried, and probably if you're my age, you've tried and not been successful multiple times before. So we have these little voices, right? Mm -hmm. That tell oh, us yes. you're going to fail. Those yes. negative voices. Those, what do we do about those? Those beliefs are deep rooted. And one thing I'll say is um, do not do this by yourself, right? You are not designed. Very little things in life are we meant to do alone. So rely on others to help you. Get an accountability partner, but also surround yourself with people who uh, whose voices are going to hype you up, right? And, and help you talk out those previous voices that have been long embedded in your in your head, right? Some of those voices are really loud and really distracting sometimes. But one thing I recommend too is be very cognizant about what they are saying and what they are focused on. Again, law of attraction, like attracts like, your energy flows where your attention goes. So how many of us, and I'm, I'm totally raising my hand here with everybody too, when you look at yourself and physically and you know you have a, a goal to lose weight or or get stronger or whatever it might be, you automatically think about the things that you don't like about yourself. That's mm, true. Or how many of you make goals based off of what you don't like about yourself? Right? Yeah, it's really negative, isn't it? It's everything mm. stems from this. It's a, it's sneaky. It's mm. sneaky, but it's this negative mindset that is fueling everything. What if we changed, we, we flipped the script here a little bit where instead of saying, um, you know, you're, you're looking at yourself, you're feeling down on yourself and you are solely focused on the five pounds that you cannot lose, right? I need to lose five pounds. These last five pounds just won't come off or this part of my body or this part of my body. I don't like this or this or this. That is your entire mindset. Focus on something negative. And if you keep yourselves in that negative mental space, like attracts like, you will continue to attract negative energy. And it's that's why it's really hard to get out of that negative loop, right? It's so mm -hmm. hard to get out of it. Yeah, I've been in that with it's, lots of times. It's, yeah. You can spiral real quick and mm -hmm. it's really, it's almost addictive, right? It's, it's hard to get out of. So one thing I recommend is it's okay, first of all, nobody's trying to be perfect here because perfect doesn't exist and we're not chasing things that don't exist. But you just want to feel good, right? It feels good to feel good. You're doing this to feel good. So feel good the whole time you're doing it. I know, again, it sounds so simple, but it's it's going to take some work to feel good. So how do you feel good? You know, you can love yourself while you're working on yourself at the same time. You know, mm, I don't, That's a really good point. Oh, I love that one. It's That reminds me of something you told me in one of our previous podcast episodes about switching this from, you know, perhaps you go into this habit change and we're talking about weight loss right now with a sort of like, oh, I have to do this. You know, my mm -hmm. doctor told me I was pre-diabetic or that I was at unhealthy weight and I have to do this. And 
almost like an external voice telling you that this needs to be done. And we talked about this to flipping it to Mm -hmm. I choose, which I I really love. And I've used that so many times since. It's like, wait a second. I don't have to do this. I can do anything. I can do anything I want to. I choose to commit to this program because Mm -hmm. I want to be healthy. I want to live a long time. I don't want to get any of those yucky diseases like diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease, all Mm -hmm. the yucky stuff that can happen if we keep our body fat too high. So at that point, it's not, I'm doing this because my doctor said I had to, Mm -hmm. or because I'm afraid my husband doesn't think I'm sexy or any external reason. It's all intrinsically motivated. Yeah. Take the responsibility Mm -hmm. of your choice. You you always have a choice. You don't have to do anything, but taking ownership, taking responsibility means taking ownership, taking, taking your power, right? Go into this with power. I am choosing to do this for myself. And Mm -hmm. one thing that really counteracts those negative voices is going to be another, like a nightly habit of you can journal or I like affirmations. I have post-its all over my house, but put a post-it on the mirror and say it out loud. I love putting things out into the physical universe with a spoken word, but those, those habits where maybe you just write down things that you like about yourself. You like write down your non-physical traits that you like, or things that your body can do. What are you grateful and proud of? And what can you celebrate your body doing, mm. right? Because it's not just about the way we look. I mean, it's about what you can do and and what you feel. So write down those things and get into that positive state. And I promise you, it will not lead anywhere bad. I, I promise you. It just takes a little bit of training to hey, if all I'm doing is focusing on those last five pounds that I can't lose or things that I want to get rid of or things that I don't like, it's going to keep you in this negative spiral. So you can love yourself and work on yourself at the same time. So choose to do both. That's a really good point. And I know because I'm one of them, some of you are feeling a resistance to ideas like journaling. And I felt like that myself. Or, you know, when you're reading a book and it suggests that you do a certain exercise and I would just skip past it. Like, <laughs> I don't, I'm not going to do that. Are you speaking to me? <laughs> we all do this, by the way. But this is an opportunity to actually change that habit too. Because, you know, when mm-hmm. I've actually sat down and said, oh God, people have been telling me to journal for years. And mm-hmm. I know part of me doesn't want to do it. I've got that part of me that's just resistant to it. I think that's a part of us that's resistant to change Mm -hmm. because we know that if we start doing this, we're going to change. And there's part of us that doesn't want to change. I mean, you have a part of yourself that wants to stay exactly the way that you are Mm -hmm. because it feels safe safe. your habits are habits that you've had for so long and it doesn't feel comfortable initially changing what we're doing as far as nutrition and movement. Mm -hmm. So just recognize that that part of you is trying to keep you safe. And I think that's really sweet just to be compassionate to that little voice that's saying, don't journal, don't, you know, don't do any of this. It's just scared. Yeah, it is. It's fear. It's fear. If it comes down to this, everything we do either stems from fear or love. Mm -hmm. So make a decision, right? You have a choice. We've, We've established that. You know, you have a choice. Make a choice out of love or make a choice out of fear, right? Choose love for yourself. And this is going to be a lot at once. And some, some people are really good. Like, Hey, just rip the bandaid off all the changes all at once. And if that is you, kudos to you. And if that's not you, don't worry. It's fine. You can implement things slowly, right? You've got 90 days, you have your program, you have the structure, but if you are brand new to journaling, set yourself up for success. 
what is, be realistic with yourself. What is going to be the best way for you to implement a habit? And this is where a coach comes in to help, but figuring out, hey, what is the best way to set you up for success? Because everybody is different, right? No, there's not one person like anybody else. So if you've never journaled before, the best thing to do is probably not, okay, I'm going to have a goal where I'm going to journal for one hour every single day right before I go to bed. That's, yeah, that's a big goal. That's a big goal. That's a big goal. <laughs> so set small, achievable goals and then grow on them, right? How about you journal for five minutes a day? Or you know what? Even less. Why don't you write three things down the first week? Write down three things you like about yourself daily. And then the next week, you write three things that you like about yourself and three things that you're grateful for. And then you you add to it slowly, right? And, and then you build, you eventually build up to, oh my gosh, now my identity is I'm a journaler. Who knew? It's really interesting that we all know, just like we know that it's healthy not to smoke and that we feel better when our body fat's below a certain percent. Everybody knows that journaling leads somewhere good. It we does. all know this. It Everyone really knows does. That gratitude practices lead somewhere good. Mm-hmm. There's no one in the world who has ever regretted a journaling right. practice or a gratitude practice. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm so mad about things have this resistance, right? So well, just just recognizing that that's a mm-hmm. part of us that doesn't want to change. I think that's really helped me. Just even sometimes I'll look at I have the pen in my hand and I'm just looking at the book and sometimes I'm you just start writing like I don't want to do this today. I don't right, want to, and then right. it just starts changing into something more positive. But just start moving and it will flow. And so just encouraging you to try that because one of Mm -hmm. the things we talked about earlier that I think is so important before you even come in for your first visit, perhaps, is to start creating that vision of Mm -hmm. who you want to be in detail. Like Meg said, you have all the details of what Mm -hmm. she's doing, what she does, what her habits are, what she's wearing. Get to know that person, Mm -hmm. right? Get to love that person. Get excited about that person because here's the thing is, excitement and joy and fun, that is the basis of of everything, right? What is the point of doing anything if you're going to hate it the whole time, right? You don't want to do that. Mm -hmm. So find the fun in this, find the excitement, find the things to celebrate. You have to celebrate. You have to celebrate. Don't just be a hamster in a wheel these next 90 days. Celebrate your, even the smallest achievements, right? Look back and be proud and you tie memories to habits. Oh my gosh, I celebrated doing this thing for a week and it was really fun. So I'm going to keep doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. You kind of train, you train your brain, just like you train any, anything else in your life. And you connect to that vision and you just get excited about it. Like I am 90 days away from being this person. Mm -hmm. There's something that just feels really good about doing what we know is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. We've talked right. about that before yeah. too. Because we kind of know this is the right thing to do, right? We're going to get healthy. We're going to feel better in so many different ways. We're going to live longer. We're going to be able to move more. Mm-hmm. We'll be more open to having more intimate relationships because we feel more sexy. I mean, just endless kind of exciting right. things can happen. So when we're doing those things that we know in our heart are the right things, we feel good. So I yeah. say this all the time. If you want to feel good, do things you feel good about. Right, right. When you eat a pint of ice cream, you don't feel good about it, right? And when, when mm-hmm. you eat healthy foods and move and, and fuel your body with you what you need, you feel good. Do yeah. things that make you feel good about yourself. Mm-hmm. That's that's really, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So we could talk about this all day and, and maybe we will another time. Maybe we will. <laughs> I know we have a lot to talk um, about. 
If you want to meet with Meg one-on-one, it's an amazing opportunity that's going fast because she's really, really busy. But um, you can connect with her. We'll put her link below through Phoenix 8 Consulting. So and I'd she love to work with you. Talk love, to love, you about love. this more. It'd be really cool to do this weight loss program in conjunction with her 90-day mindset I program. do have a 90-day mindset makeover, and it talks about all about thought patterns, and it talks mm-hmm. about creating that vision and breaking down these old beliefs so we can... Um, build up new habits and new patterns. And I do everything Dr. Susan and I are alike in this off of the Enneagram, which is a personality test, because like mm-hmm. I mentioned, everybody's different. What works for you might work not work for somebody else. So it's very custom, very individualized, but it would coincide really well that with really this. really would. That's a great idea. Mm-hmm. You could yeah. do both together, um, or you could do that first and do the second if you really don't think your mind is in a good place to start, because I want this to be the program that actually works for you. Right, right. So if you have to wait and start it in a little while, that's okay. We don't want it to be just another thing that doesn't work. So we're going to go into this with mindset first. That's why we put this talk first. So what I'm hearing a couple of key points or a few key points, Mm -hmm. we're going to create the vision of who we want to be at the end of this 12-week program in a lot of detail, right? So much detail, like the back of your hand, you know Mm -hmm. it. And, and we're going to do that maybe by writing and yeah. let's just say do it. Let's just journal it, write it down, right? Exactly. Do some journaling. And then pull some habits. What does that person do? Start doing them. The more you start be feeling like you are becoming that person, the more you become that person. Yeah. Really love you know? that. Yeah. So write that list of the things that that person does. Just like I was talking about reading a book. Mm-hmm. I am a person who reads a book every night and doesn't watch TV. Mm-hmm. And that is not who I was six months ago. <laughs> I was a person who watched TV every night. And but now but you, you created yeah. a change, right. you know? Uh, it takes time. Yeah. It and, does. Um, for myself, that's a healthier version of myself. I'm really proud of myself. Mm-hmm. I'm happy and really excited to say that I read at least a book a month because that's something I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And so now having achieved that goal and continuing to achieve it, I'm constantly feel proud of myself. Right, right. I'm and like, it's, yeah, I did it. I feel and you good. feel confident, right? It's mm-hmm. consistency fuels confidence. So mm-hmm. things that you can consistently start doing to feel good and feel proud of, eventually you turn into someone who... It's confident and proud. And who doesn't want that? Mm, yeah. We look at people sometimes, or I know I do, like, how how do they do this? I got someone who's doing something that you wish you could achieve, but really they, they're just acting out that vision. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. So no reason why you cannot be successful. Exactly. doesn't matter what those little voices are saying. Mm-mm. Yeah. So any other little mindset pearls. I know you've got so much inside that. There's so much. There's so much. But just know that it is a journey. It is a process. So give yourself grace the whole time if you find yourself in a negative thought and you're mad at yourself for, you know, doing something that you're not proud of. Give yourself a little grace and just keep pushing, right? It really is about progress and just being committed to the best version of yourself. Yeah, lots of self-compassion, mm-hmm. right? Because there'll be times that it doesn't go as planned. Just give that person a hug, your old version of yourself, start over. If you're yes, in the pantry right eating back bag into of chips, <laughs> that's okay. Um, but don't quit just because you made one mistake, right. right? You just, you forgive yourself. You give yourself a big old hug. Treat, I love the word compassion, self-compassion, mm-hmm. and you continue to move forward. Just start over. You're allowed to start over. You can start over every day, but hopefully with this, we'll be consistent for 12 weeks. There won't yes. be that many startovers. Yeah. You're going to have your mindset set. You've got structure too, and um, people who, who are here for you to help you. So 
Well, it's so good to talk to you. Always so good. You can find Meg's contact information below. So if you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe, share with your friends. And we'll be back talking more with Meg about some other elements of the weight loss program that she also has expertise in. I can't wait to see you next week. Can't wait.